This podcast is not affiliated with nor does it speak on behalf of any company, organization, or firm. This is based on the personal experiences and opinions of individual professionals and students. Welcome to our podcast, Decoding Corporate America. I am Erica. And I am Sashala. This is season two, episode one, Campus Recruiting. Today, we are welcoming our friend and former colleague, Jordan Dash. We have known Jordan over the years through the phenomenal work that he's been doing in the human resources space, specifically talent acquisition. And now he is pursuing his passion in the campus recruiting space. Jordan and I did an event sometime last year together with some college students, and the students loved his energy. And I knew that he would be great guest to open up our season, which is focused on providing students in high school and college with an opportunity to learn about just the various different professions and also just understanding how can they secure an internship in those industries. With that, Jordan, please introduce yourself to our listeners. Great. Thank you guys so much uh, for actually having me. Uh, so just like you mentioned, uh, my name is Jordan Dash. I'm actually a campus recruiter at a big four professional services firm uh, out in New York. Um, so a little bit of background on me. Um, when I first actually graduated, I was studying accounting. I worked within the professional services space, specifically within audit. I did that for just a little under a year, uh, got through my first busy season. And I found out very quickly, like, this is not going to like happen. Like, there's no way I see myself doing this long term. And I kind of got at a point where I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do career wise from there. Um, so I decided to actually join a, a bulge bracket bank, which was actually where I actually met you guys. Um, but yeah, while I was there, I was working within the tax operations space. I did that for about mm -hmm. two years. And then just from, you know, building relationships, I was finally able to pursue my passion of, you know, being a campus recruiter where I was able to transition to HR. That is super cool. Going from accounting to HR, two yep. very different areas, but I love to see it. <laughs> so Jordan, what is campus recruiting? What does that mean? And also, why do you love what you do? So as a campus recruiter, I'm pretty much responsible for like engaging and hiring talent on college campuses. So it's up to me to, you know, kind of network and build relationships with schools, uh, with students, and hopefully find them the best opportunity for them to enter the, work the, um, the workforce and be set up for success. So, of course, like now we're in this virtual environment. So that doesn't look like mm -hmm. going to college campuses right now. It's more so everything's done virtually, um, which is actually really exciting because, you know, we can get we can get into that a little bit more later. But it's just a really exciting time to be within this uh, HR space. But I really love what I do because it gives me the opportunity to engage with students who are just like me. Right. Just a few years ago, mm -hmm. I was you know still in school. Like I said, I was studying accounting and just trying to figure out corporate America. It was very new to me. Um, and like, you know, many of my friends and, you know, students I, who I interact with now, you know, they might be the first in their family to actually work in a corporate setting. So I like to be able to kind of bridge that informational gap for people and, you know, be that resource so people can kind of, so people can kind of understand, you know, what are companies looking for and how they can stand out. Wow. That's actually pretty inspiring, Jordan. And I really just cannot imagine, right? I mean, you love what you do and it sounds like an amazing job, right? But what are some of the challenges that excite you about coming to work every day? Yeah, so that's actually a great question. Um, I think that 
you know, being within the campus recruiting space is just really exciting because it's changing so much. And I think that's what's exciting me um, the most uh, is that, you know, there's students who are finding out about companies much different than what they did two years ago or even when I was in school just a few years ago myself. Um, a lot of different platforms, right? Like students don't just have to wait for employers to come to their campus. They could actually find them through virtual means. Um, and I just think it's like super exciting to see how this is going to change. Like, you know, I have so many discussions with people about, you know, what is this going to look like in the future? And maybe mm-hmm. these virtual type of events are going to continue to happen. So I think it's an exciting yeah. time for students to kind of get their names out there and hopefully get noticed. Yeah, absolutely. I heard recently about this platform called Handshake. Yep. And it was, it's an opportunity for students to join some of these organizations virtually. And I, I think it's just incredible. Yeah, Handshake is really a you know, platform that we actually utilize quite frequently. Um, and like you even were kind of mentioning, it's just like very, very different. Like, so on Handshake, you're pretty much creating a profile for yourself. So it doesn't even matter like what school you're actually going to. Me as a recruiter, if I'm looking to segment and look for a specific group, when I say segment, I'm pretty much mean like filtering. So imagine you're a student and, you know, you um, are a member of NABA and you're studying accounting, you're getting your master's, you're sitting for, you know, your CPA as of a certain date. I'm able to find all that information much much easier and you're able to share that information with me and many other employers just with the click of a button. So it's super exciting. Exactly. So you know what? Save some of that because that leads us into the next set of questions that we have for you. So this is getting juicy, Jordan. So um, (laughs) what tips do you have for students who are interested in securing an internship? And basically, what's been the secret sauce? This is what we want to know. I mean, that's that's pretty much what everybody wants to know, right? Um, And for a lot of students, it's like the, the one of the biggest things I could definitely say is Make sure you build a relationship with your career services center. Um, that's like one thing that I a lot of students sometimes don't do. And it's like you're literally paying for it. Right. You're going to school. You're making this investment in your future. Make sure you you, you uh, utilize your career services center because they can help, help you out with a lot of different things. That's everything from your resume and making sure that it's right for the industry that you're applying to. Right. Um, interview prep. There's sometimes there's actual companies that will come to your career services center and will actually do mock interviews with you just to get you prepared for a real live interview. And I know a lot of students, you know, if you're nervous, right, do I know enough? That's almost every student's biggest fear. Like, do I know enough information before I enter the workforce? And you can kind of gauge that by speaking to the employer directly and having those like test um, situations before you're actually live within it. Right. So that's definitely tip number one. Um, number two, I would say, you know, make sure that you network effectively. Um, I know so many students who, and I, I'm actually guilty of this myself, where, you know, you go into an internship or you go to a career fair, meet the firms, and you're trying to speak to a hundred different people, go to every single booth and get every, you know, um, business card you can get. And it's not about building a hundred, like a hundred relationships. It's about getting those five to 10 connections that are like true, real connections that you can leverage in the future, right? Like your network is what you're able to leverage later on, right? It, it shouldn't just be, you know, spread across so thin that you're not even able to reach out to these people. So if you're in your internship, 
don't don't try to do coffee chats with a hundred different people. You know, if you got the five, at least meet with them a couple of times while you're there, right? Um, number three, and really quickly. Yeah. I just wanted to plug our episode uh, for season one on networking, mm-hmm. y'all. Take yeah. a look at that. That's a good point. Shameless <laughs> yes. plug. Yeah, mm-hmm. Your network is only as effective as you're able to actually leverage it. So just keep that. Um, number three, make sure you do a leadership program if that's an option for you. I know a lot of different students who think, yo, I got to be a junior to get an internship. And that's just absolutely not true, right? Um there's other opportunities for you to kind of get your name out there, right? So if you do a leadership program, and I know this is very common within the professional services space, is that there might be a sophomore level program where you could, you know, go to these companies, be out there for two days, learn about their culture, um, meet different professionals, and really understand what these people do. Because let's be honest, like you're doing these interviews, you don't really know what it's really like unless you're actually speaking to these people up like up close. So and true. So. Yeah. So like take that opportunity. And a lot of these leadership programs lead you into an internship. So a lot of times they use that as a pipeline into internship programs. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Look into that. And if you don't see it online, again, reach out to your career services center. That's what they're there for. There you go. Um, That's awesome. And I would say the last thing would would be to develop an online presence. Um, You know, like, how good is your GPA and extracurricular activities if you don't even share it with the world? Um, if you are sitting here trying to build up your GPA, make sure your transcript is right, but you don't have a LinkedIn and I can't find you as a recruiter, you don't have a handshake profile, because handshake only works for people if you actually finish your profile, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, where else are you actually involved? Because you can sit here and be in NABA, you can be an alpha, you can be a member of SEO, you can be doing everything out there. But if nobody's seeing it, um, it's going to limit your potential sometimes. So just keep that in mind. Just make sure other people can see what you're doing as you're starting to build up your career. Especially in this virtual world, right? Um, yep. That is so yes. key. Wow. This, whoo, I, you know what? I'm going to make sure that I capture what I can in, in my recap. So, you know, for those of you who need to take some notes, definitely pull up that pen and paper or whatever you use uh, to get that mm-hmm. together. But anyways, thank you for that. So here, here's the next thing. I'm sorry to cut you Go off. Ahead. Is there actually one more thing I can actually share? Go, that I Go think for is it. Valuable to a lot of people. And so this is, this is definitely one of those ones you want to keep in mind. Um, find ways to do it before you actually do it. And what I mean by that is, don't wait until you're in an internship to show that you have a skill set, right? If you have this skill set, find ways to develop the skill set. So LinkedIn learning is free to mm. a lot of different students if you speak mm-hmm. to your career services center because they want you to build up your skill set, right? Um, if you're a tax student, there's volunteer programs that don't even require experience. You can do the VITA program, Right which gives you that experience actually preparing tax returns without even being in a tax role. So like, if you're somebody who wants to do something, do it before you're actually doing it. Like when I wanted to break into the campus recruiting space, I had students who thought I was a campus recruiter based off of how involved I was with my employer. I made sure that I was at events. I made sure I always raised my hands because if I want to do it, people have to see me there before I'm actually doing it. 
And those are, those facts. are facts. We knew that way beforehand. Yeah. We we knew Jordan before he we transitioned sure over into the HR we space. Did. So those are those are this is a real life thing that he's experienced. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. How can we forget about that? Look, you know what? Amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So on to our next set of questions. Uh, where mm-hmm. are some areas or events that students can find a campus recruiter? And then also, what can students do when they're rejected after applying for an internship? That's one I want to know about for sure. Those those are great questions. Yeah. So number one, if you want to get noticed by a recruiter, right, um, and build a relationship with you know some of these employers, I would say one of the easiest ways to actually do it is being involved in a club. Right. So if you know NAB is having an event, right, or your beta alpha psi is having an event, don't be the person who doesn't show up to the event because how are they going to know about you? <laughs> right. And if you come, don't be the person who, you know, you're hiding your your camera. You, you're on mute the entire time. Take that opportunity as a chance to connect with the employer before the event starts or even afterwards. That's an easy way to even get your name out there and for them to kind of put, you know, a face to a name. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of students that I've met through an event. And because I met them through an event, I recognize their name by the time that their resume comes along, by the time they're applying. Right. Um, so that's one way. Another way is, you know, um, just simply applying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so many people who want to do roles that don't even apply for the role because they keep overthinking it. And if you're at that point where you're overthinking about whether or not you're going to get noticed, let me loop it right back. Go to your career center. Um, they deal with students with the same exact profile as you, so they know what it takes for you to get into the door. Um, I would say those are kind of the best ways to get ner- like, like noticed in a traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say um, reaching out to people who graduated from the same school as you. Reach out to alumni. I get that a lot. You know, yeah, I get that yeah, a lot. If you That's know a good suggestion. Who's working? In a in an industry that you're interested in, don't wait till you're in your interview to start finding out what they do on their day to day. Make sure that you reach out to these people because they're more than likely gonna want to, you know, do a coffee chat with you, even if it's for 15, 20 minutes. Don't go crazy now. Don't keep, you know, hitting them up on LinkedIn every every chance you get. Mm-hmm. But at least send out that initial branch, like, hey, I'm studying X, Y, and Z, and I'm really interested about this industry. Would you be open to you know, maybe a 15, 20 minute chat so I can learn a little bit more about your background and how I can, you know, set myself up for success. For success, It's as simple as that. Like, you have to take that initiative. And I know it's not always easy, but, you know, there's other people doing it if you're not going to be the one to do it. Such good suggestions. Wow. I mean, I can't tell you. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure that you could also, um, you know, co-sign on this. How many students reach out to us from LinkedIn Cold, mm-hmm. right? That we don't mm-hmm. even know because of, you know, also yeah, because true. of the way how we kind of promote ourselves as well, right? Because we're supportive yep. of helping the next generation. And yeah, mm-hmm. like to have a 10, 15 minute coffee chat, even if it's virtual, is nothing off of mm-hmm. us, right? Like this is what fuels mm-hmm. us. This is exactly the why we're even doing the season, right? because we want to help these students. So, you know, I think that's really great Mm -hmm. advice that you're giving, Jordan. Thank you. Absolutely. And it doesn't stop there. So like, you know, kind of to answer your next question about, you know, what to do if you get rejected. If you get rejected by an employer, that doesn't mean that they don't like you. 
That just means that maybe out of the class of peers that you interviewed against, maybe you weren't the strongest one, right? So there's plenty of times, like even my employer now, I applied to my employer in the past and did not get hired. And I work here now. So there's no reason why you need to feel like, oh, I got this bitter energy because somebody didn't want me from the jump. You have to figure out what you need to do to kind of, you know, still maintain that relationship and that if something pops up, you're at least first of mind. So one way that you can do that is don't just go cold into interviews, right? There's a lot of people that want to go into industries and they don't even look at the job details of the job they want to do. Look at the job that you're interested in and work backwards. If you see yourself two to three years out of school being in a role, how about you look at that job posting on LinkedIn or on that employer's page? See what they're looking for and then build your career around that because that'll to- that'll show you exactly what you need to be doing to get noticed at that point in time. So if you're getting rejected, that doesn't mean that this employer is never going to hire you or look at you again and that bridge is burned. It just means that you have to figure out what you need to do to get back and have that opportunity again. So don't take it as a slight just take it as a learning opportunity for sure. Wow. 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 Excellent. Excellent. A lot of, a lot knowledge. of good knowledge. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, wow, Jordan. You know what? We are at that time when we are going to do the Erica's recap corner. And just wow, you share so much knowledge. So let me do my best to do you justice here. So, yes, so (laughs) the tips that you have for students who are interested in securing an internship, what is the sauce, folks? Again, I told you about that pen and paper. Let's pull it up. All right. So Jordan shared five key tips. Build a relationship with your career services center. You all are literally paying for it. (laughs) You're going to school, making this investment. Make sure that you are tapping them in the right way. They can help with your resume, um, helping you focus on the industry you're interested in applying to, help with interview prep. And even some of these organizations are paying to help work with their career services. So make sure you are utilizing that. Network effectively. Instead of speaking to a thousand different people in the room, make sure you connect with your top five people to do follow-ups. Your network is only as effective as you leverage it. Do a leadership program. Uh, Develop an online presence. Think about it. How good is your GPA? But you know, you also don't have necessarily a LinkedIn. Make sure you have Handshake. We talked about that a little bit early on here. Make sure you build out your online presence. Think about where else you're involved. Find ways to do it before you do it. I love this one, Jordan. Volunteer programs don't necessarily require you to have experience. I love the example that you gave about preparing tax returns. So now on the next section where we talked about how do we find a campus recruiter? How do we connect with them? If you want to get noticed, make sure that you're involved in clubs and organizations on campus. These are areas that campus recruiters are looking in. Make sure, the second um, tip was make sure that you're simply applying. Don't overthink it. Go to your career services center to get guidance. And then make sure that you're reaching out to alumni. Not in an annoying way, folks, right? Like this happens to Shoshana all the time. But you know what? Make sure that, you know, when you see them on LinkedIn, they've gone to your school. There's a reason why they put that on there. 
they're mm-hmm. interested in connecting with others. So set up 15 minute chats, whether they be virtual in person, hopefully when we get there. And, you know, those were really great tips. Now, what to do when you are rejected? Figure out what you need to do to become first in line. Don't let that stop you. And the next tip was look at the do- job you're interested in and look backwards. The next tip was go to the employer's page and see what they're looking for. And then finally, employers are trying to be where you are. We were talking about this a bit offline. Why don't we kind of share a little bit of that experience, Jordan? Yeah, absolutely. It's like some people think that they have to go to LinkedIn to kind of find out how employers are engaging with them and with the world. And Mm -hmm. if you're already on IG, there's chances that the employer that you're trying to work at probably has an IG because they want you to see the messaging that they're trying to communicate. So if you just simply type in that employer's name and kind of see what's on there, there might be resources, information, application deadlines that you might not, might not even be aware of because you thought, I got to go all the way over to LinkedIn when it really is just a couple of taps away. Just figure out where they are and engage with them. Mm-hmm. Like even me as a recruiter now, um, and actually very recently, there's a NABA chapter for one of the schools I'm managing where I was actually able to connect with them through Instagram. So I went on. And I just sent them a message and said, hey, like, you know, I'm looking to, you know, work with you guys and hopefully, you know, provide you guys with some resources. Let me know if you want to connect. And it's as easy as that. Like having that presence in multiple areas can possibly help you get noticed. Absolutely. Listen, that piece in terms of you see that example with IG, a lot of folks don't realize IG is where a lot of recruiters are. So helpful hint for folks to make sure that you are right and tight on Instagram from a social presence perspective and wherever else you can get noticed. So I think that ends it for our recap corner. Shishala, what do you think? Definitely does. I mean, Erica, you nailed all of the points. What do you think, Jordan? Did she? I think she nailed it. (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure. She she definitely bodied the entire thing. Like I was right. I kind of want to take notes right now. I'm I'm telling you, I'm like, and for the hundredth time, folks, Make sure you visit your career center and listen to this podcast a few times because Jordan just dropped a lot of expensive knowledge, okay, Mm -hmm. and for free. So, Jordan, thank you. Thank you and thank you. you. Seriously, I mean, wow. We need you to tell students how to contact you. Absolutely. So um, if you don't have a LinkedIn, you should make one right now because you're going to be at a disservice if you're not able to reach out to me now is go on LinkedIn. Uh, my name on there is Jordan X Dash. Um, you know, connect with me on there, you know, add me, um, follow what I'm posting up. And like I said, you know, once you have that LinkedIn, you'll be able to connect with a lot of different people. So that's a, that's a gem for you. That's going to be a resource to kind of set you up for success. So definitely do that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jordan. And thank you all for tuning in. And if you have any questions that you want us to decode, Send us a DM on social media or email us at decodingcorporateamerica at gmail.com. And remember to subscribe, like, and rate our podcast. Your feedback is important as we aim to be the best corporate podcast out. So see you all soon. Thank you. See you soon.